Hi there, I'm Hans from Tapavo, and welcome back to Stories of Mobile Madness. The most remarkable stories of the week are about Snap trying for the third time now to get their spectacles on our faces. The real reason behind Condé Nast going digital with their glamour brand and Nike using disruptive business models to create long-term brand engagement. But before we start, you can really help us out in producing these episodes. Just let us know what you think. Leave your comments below and click like and subscribe. Snap is doing it again, despite the miserable failure of their Snapchat spectacles in 2017, they will be launching Spectacles 3 this autumn. The new ones will be significantly cooler to wear because they are made in lightweight stainless steel. Gone is that bulky slab of plastic on your face. And its dual lenses promise a game-changing depth of perception. If you're still unsure of the outcome, you can already try them on in the Snapchat app. But will they be a success? That depends if they have learned from their past mistakes. Snapchat launched their Series 1 spectacles with a huge hype, but they simply could never deliver. And that has to be taken both literally in terms of product delivery as broadly in terms of user experience. The result? A $14 million inventory write-off. And I don't think that they will do this twice. And it will also depend if users will see value in recording video from a pair of glasses. With the boundaries between the real world and the internet becoming more and more blurred every single time, the time may be right now. Imagine cool 3D effects and augmented reality to make your video come alive. If Snap can make such effects happen seamlessly within the Snapchat app, it may just work. So that by the time Snap Spectacles become a success, Facebook can do a carbon copy, launch on all their platforms and turn it into a global must-have, just as they have done with Stories. Condé Nast decided to stop the monthly print edition of Glamour at the end of 2017, even though they just had a healthy 7% growth over the last six months by changing the format and the price. They still decided to go digital first to safeguard the future of the brand, they said. So what were the main reasons to do so? First of all, their audience don't have their noses in magazines anymore. They have their eyes on their smartphones, more particularly on social media platforms on their smartphones. Their advertisers obviously know this as well and want to keep their audience engaged online. And online-only publishers were increasingly challenging Glamour's position. But most importantly, the online beauty market is booming, with as much as 18% year-on-year growth according to Reuters. And Glamour plays into this by successfully rebranding as a beauty-first publication, tapping into huge online advertising budgets. But even more Profitable are the affiliate revenue streams. Most beauty products featured in Glamour articles now have links to e-commerce sites. With every sale that comes from a Glamour link, they generate commission revenue for the magazine. 
Instagram is what drives their traffic, with TV-style stories as one of the most successful formats. So successful that their completion rate is up to 95%. Taking the stories format out of the confines of social media is exactly what Tappable is all about. The Tappable tool makes it possible for both publishers and marketers to create and publish their content as websites that look exactly like Instagram stories. And because they use AMP technology, they will be pushed to the top of Google search results and stay alive for as long as you decide. Need more info about Tappable Story Builder? Just reach out to me or sign up for early access on tappable.co. Established brands are increasingly adopting strategies that startups use to challenge and disrupt corporates. One of these strategies is the subscription business model. And now even Nike is launching into the subscription business to build closer relationships with its customers online. They join companies like Urban Outfitters and American Eagle who have rental subscription programs. And of course, Rent a Runway, whose sole business model is subscription. The program that Nike launches is called Adventure Club. Kids between two and 10 years of age receive a new pair of sneakers every month, every two months, or every quarter, depending on the chosen plan. And parents pay 50, 30, or $20 per month, respectively. Customers have about 100 models to choose from, with the price per pair roughly around the average of the total offer Nike surely isn't doing this to make huge margins. They are doing this essentially to generate recurring revenue. Nike has already tested the subscription model for two years with about 10,000 members. Launching Adventure Club now means that the concept is expected to create value for them. But will young families also see value in this model? I'm looking forward to seeing what Nike will do to turn every single delivery into a truly exciting experience for the kids. An experience that will make it very difficult for parents to unsubscribe. And that means huge value for Nike if they succeed in doing so.